Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Balance and Water. This is your girl Balance and I'm here with my partner. Water. And we're here for another week. Oh God, we've been on a three-week hiatus. How have you been? Busy. I'm trying to tell you. I can't I agree it's with you. It's been three weeks. No, it's been three weeks. We spoke after the hurricane? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it's been three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> What is today? What day is today? I just know that we're getting closer to Christmas. So oh, it's not Halloween no more. That's over. That's I swear to God, Halloween was a whole fucking week and I was over. <laughs> like these people acting like clowns every day. I don't understand why we need to put on a costume for. <laughs> so I take it as you didn't dress up as anything. I don't have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> time to be figuring out what the fuck I'm gonna be it's hard enough just being my damn self every day you want me to be somebody else I don't have time for this shit (laughs) I just knew for sure you were gonna dress up as something as what (laughs) I I, I wasn't sure I I I I, I wouldn't maybe a butterfly I dress up and that is it you know what I mean (laughs) That's <laughs> that's the only costume that they'll ever catch you in the carnival. Mm. So yes, Halloween is definitely over. So what has been up for these past two weeks? I see that you've been busy. Mm. What's been going on? A lot. Really? <laughs> I went to carnival. Uh-huh. Well, I bought a house. Ooh. And I went to carnival. <laughs> I'm surprised you had money to go to Carnival after buying the house. I'm surprised, like, yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm in the middle of a full renovation of a home. The house that you bought? <laughs> Which is why there's chaos going on behind me. Yep. Um,. I enrolled in school. What? What are you going to be? <laughs> Alicia. <laughs> Why do you keep thinking I'm going to be somebody else? I'm going to be I'm me. just trying to figure out what is <laughs> Is this like a midlife crisis or what you just want to be more educated? Like what is happening? I, um, I enrolled in interior design school. So... <sighs> Clearly, I've there's a school for that. Yes, you can get a diploma for interior design. I thought you just start doing it if you got the creative eye. People I like mean, it. You, you just... can. You absolutely can do that. But Alicia always has to have foundation <laughs> and learn <laughs> the history of shit. When I could have just started an Instagram page like everybody else and everybody say. Else. <laughs> <laughs> that, I for, I'd be forgetting that schools are available for anything now that we have YouTube and Instagram. Yeah, you can go to a real accredited school and have like this is real school. They got me doing real assignments. 
I'm like, oh, wait. So, so question: mm-hmm. Do you like once you graduate? Does it make you like? I'm confused. Like, are you trying to get out of the doing hair industry? Because I'm I'm more so worried about myself now. Because oh, that's all you care. I'm trying to figure yeah. out where does this tie into. Interior design has always been something that I I enjoy doing. And I just feel like because I have this whole divine lifestyle brand that I'm trying to, you know, Mm -hmm. um, to expand that that would be a part of it. So, no, am I going to be fully doing uh, walking away from here? No, but I want to start doing more interior design projects. So that's going to be on your days off, right? (laughs) I'm just, I'm pretty sure others are going to want to know the same. Clients like you that make a bitch say, oh, two days a week I'm doing him. <laughs> Keep it up. Keep it up. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh. As if I needed anything else to do. Then I had a, you know, I'm still doing supper clubs. I'm still doing those. Even It's just a lot. Right. right. I mean, I applaud you. I mean, I think it's dope as hell, oh. honestly. Because um, I didn't think that there was a school for interior designer, or I didn't think um, you were into it. I knew you were always creative, um, especially when it came to decorating, because we've had discussions on you just seeing these visions that I couldn't see until it was <laughs> done. Was like, you can't give me a mock-up. You have to give me some type of design and places, and then I can kind of go from there. So you've mm-hmm. always had a creative eye. I just didn't know you had a, a passion for it to want to Possibly oh, I do a passion. It's just I don't label anything passions. So clearly not about that. You have a heart it's with Bob interest. wires around it. But go ahead. It's just interests, and I like to um, seek out those interests and see where it takes me. I also have um, obsessive, compulsive. I feel like I do, so I I will hone into a thing and stay on it. Learn everything I need to learn. About about it and then go on to the next but i do feel like this is like interior design is something that i definitely want to um play around with for a little bit gotcha so if just hypothetically if you happen to fail this class or whatever or classes will you still do interior designing oh yeah if i fail it which i doubt that i will but yeah, I could still be a whole interior designer and not know shit. I mean, think about all the hairstylists out here that's doing hair that don't have not one lick of school <laughs> under their belt. Still using jam. I mean, yeah. I mean, I at least feel like I would know a little bit more. And I would a lot of it's a lot of what you learn in hair is very similar to interior designs when it comes to like lines and spacing and colors and shapes and all of that. So it's very similar. So I don't see a reason why I would um, not do well. Right. Not here for all these assignments. I mean, that that's what I was wondering (laughs) about the assignment part. And because I know me when I'm done with something like, and I don't feel like doing it anymore. I'm just over it. I'm not doing any more assignments. I may, I may bow out halfway through and be like, well, I got everything I needed, so. <laughs> I've learned what I wanted to learn, so this I is it. I what I wanted to know. <laughs> I took notes, and I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Well, that's good. I'm glad okay. you 
Got a lot going on, you know. Same over here. I've been just busy. I've been out of town, been all over the world. Yeah, I've been supporting my brother in his football stuff on the weekends because you know I've always been busy during the week, anyways. But now I'm even more busy for. So I got a promotion. Um, I am now a supervisor over Ooh. Tennessee. So I've been. Who made you a supervisor? <laughs> Oh, we need to talk. Oh, Lord. Jeez. They know what they were getting. <laughs> so You're supervising people? Yes, I have, I have my own team. <laughs> like, like there's people reporting to you? They report to me. Um, Jesus. Yeah, so I want to say I apply for the position um, just to kind of see, because I I, I want to do stuff behind the scenes and not really be on the desk. And I was like, well, this is a step for me to kind of get there, hopefully. And um, I've always had a gravitating personality. Um, and so my actual supervisor at the time. Wait, wait, bagger, what did you say? I've, have, I've had a gravitating personality. I just tend what to. What do they gravitate to? Me, they love my personality. They always have. Um, so leading up to the positioning opening, they had a few people within the company had requested for me to do this, these different tutorials and teaching pretty much courses on the systems that we use. Mind you, I'm thinking it's just the team that I work with every day, but no, it's the whole East Coast. Um, so I did those different things and I was like, okay, cool. They kind of know who I am. They know my work speak for itself. So move to the position opening. Of course, they want to offer it to someone that's already on the account um, that has a rapport with this company, which is Amazon. And I was like, okay, I'll go for it, whatever. I wasn't really tripping on it. And long story short, I, they end up giving it to me over people that have been there for 20 years, blase, blase, blase. So... I'm thinking I'm going to be handling Florida, which I've always done my whole life. Um, no, they decided to give me Tennessee. So I know nothing about Tennessee. So I've been in school to learn Tennessee while having them report to me and then still having my own desk of claims. I'm trying to close. So you have to, do you have to do travel? Um, as of right now, not yet, just because pretty much all the Amazons are the same, um, oh. or at least the one in Tennessee is very similar to the ones in Florida and how they run. So mm -hmm. there's really nothing that I need to meet with them about as of right now. Um, mm -hmm. I may have to go and like view facilities for the most part, but other than that, like it's not going to be a lot of travel. So I've literally been up. Oh, and I got, I fired my first person last Monday. Um, That's the only reason you got in this position. <laughs> well, like, I couldn't have him starting out on the wrong foot with me in my first month. I could have had him think I was the weak link. So, you know, I did what needed to be done. So, you know, this, the state I have hadn't been at a hundred percent in over five months. My first month, we over, we were at 125. So that is a great start. Um, but now I'm trying to get everything. So it's smooth selling and to where, I'm getting back off of work at my regular time, which is usually four, four thirty ish. Lately, I've been getting off about nine, ten ish. <laughs> so, yeah, 
comes with the supervisor position. <laughs> See, you know, no, we're gonna we're gonna fix this so that it fits me and my time schedule. You will um, not. Yeah. Have fun. <laughs> so that is what's been going on for me lately. Um and of course for my sorority, I was elected um to head or yeah be the head of the youth advisory program. So I'm over the youth. And <laughs> this, is, this is getting worse and worse. Somebody made you a supervisor for humans, adult humans, and now you're over the youth too? I gotta help the youth. I gotta help the people. This is... Oh my God. <laughs> Why are they doing this? So now, you know, I'm working. I'm working on getting the youth together. I'm I'm working on putting things together. Our first introductory meeting. Um, I'm looking up events. You know, different classes. Cuss your ass out. I hope they don't because I can get rowdy too. So cuss your ass out. Yeah. So if you know any little bad boy on Martin <laughs> Roscoe. Not even Roscoe, the other one. The one that said he was his daddy. <laughs> that was even worse. But any of little bad kids on Martin, that's exactly how they're going to be. I see it. So, yes, it's been a very, very. He was trying to play Santa Claus. They're going to jump yes, through it. at the school. I wish they would. So, it's from kids, I want to say, from six up to high school. So, I think 18 is the oldest. So that is way too broad of an age range. What? Okay, what's this program? Say this program allows so we know what what program (laughs) not to include your child in, please. Um, So I forgot the name. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even know what children you gonna be. Oh Lord! Because it's different names. It's like for the girl, the young girls. It's like the Rosebuds and the Junior Cavaliers. It's different names for the. You're different not ages. invested. You don't even know. I am. It's just I got a lot on my plate right now. <laughs> and a leader for the children. That's the problem. It's too much. And then I'm trying to lead myself at the same time. There's a lot of people to try to lead at once. Mm. So, you know, everybody that knows me knows that I live life on the edge. I um not this type of edge. I do I do things trial and error. That's how I live life, trial and error. Everything I've learned that they had me teaching courses on, I learned by trial and error. You pair trial and error with people's children. I turned out fine. Barely. <laughs> And it wasn't even you, it was your parents. I can't. I can't. I can't. We cannot draw an arrow with people's children. I think. You have to figure out what type of children are these. Are these traumatized children? Are these underprivileged children? Like, what it's kind gonna of. Be, it's going to be a mixture of them. So, this is my vision for it. We should meet at least once a month, at least, maybe twice a month. What are you supposed to be doing? What, what is the point of the program? That's what I'm saying. 
My vision is to help influence. I want to influence them, provide them with resources um, and give them some type of future or some vision for the future. Influence I don't like them to, for what influence them to do what in a positive way, almost like a big sister type situation. So with the program, what I want to do is I want to have different courses, you know, of course, things that the new because most of them are, you know, like in the hood area. They don't know how young men don't know how to tie a tie. Young ladies are not addressed for interviews. You know, try to equip them with the things they need in life that they're not really being taught. You're, not in them. You're trying to teach them life skills. You, this you're is not my- I'm going to influence them as in, as well. If they want to be, if they want to be a star, they need to watch me. So that's first things first, and then it's going to shits. <laughs> it's going to fucking shits. You're not trying to influence anybody. You're just trying to teach these children some life skills. And then I want to take them on. On yourself. I want to take them. To do shit. I think they should lead. They should follow me. Um, I want to take them on college tours. You know, I have a lot of things and visions for them. Right. But the influence, that's ego speaking. You are just trying to get them to understand life skills. And influence them too. And No, stop saying that. If they want to see what a star is, baby, here it is. You know what? I'm so happy I don't have children. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel so sorry for everybody who's going to put their children in this program. (laughs) Whatever you do, don't ask me to be no speaker. Okay. Oh yeah, you're definitely gonna be a speaker one of these months. Um, probably around February time because you have the heart of steel. Um, so that'll be the perfect month for you. Uh, probably teach a course about being an entrepreneur, all your different things, your diversity. Oh God, this is gonna be lovely. I'm so glad you volunteered. They're just gonna love this. You see my face. You look ecstatic to me. And for those who are listening, if you could see my face, <laughs> I think it's not happening. You're gonna do it. This is gonna this be wonderful. Gonna listen to nobody, they're gonna listen to you. You can handle some tough love. Oh, it's gonna be tough. I'm gonna cuss them out too. <laughs> That's why you can't have me. <laughs> That's why you can't have me because I will argue with them. I'll tell them why why their idea sounds stupid and why it's not gonna work. And this is how life is really going to be. I'm going to do that. That's why I can't talk to nobody's students. I can't go to nobody high school, or you can't, can't do a, you can't do Great American Teaching where they usually have somebody like come in from outside that's in a career, maybe an officer. You know, they usually have a, a different people that come in and speak to the students about their career, like career day. Yeah. No, this ain't no career that you really want. <laughs> I'm sorry. This ain't what you really want. Tell these kids to stand up on their feet for um for 12, 14 hours a day. (laughs) (laughs) Having to deal with all these people and their problems and gotta make sure that they get their hair together. Then you gotta make sure your staff is doing you this ain't what you want. (laughs) Y'all better off get famous on TikTok. Play with your TikTok dream because this ain't it. Oh my God. So, do you know a barber? I think it'll be great for you guys. The barber can talk to the young men that want to possibly get. 
outside. This is phenomenal. I cannot wait. So I'll let you guys both know the month. You said what, February? When does it start? It starts this month. Oh, that shit ain't gonna last till February. (laughs) I don't have to worry about it. (laughs) My tenure is for two years. So my term is for two years. Two years you gotta try to influence some children? Yeah. It'll be over by December 20th. <laughs> I guarantee. The kid's going to be like, oh, we didn't that shit. She always got some bullshit to tell us. The kid's going to be like, hey, you got to go. Nah, man, fuck that. I'm not doing that. They're going to create a whole TikTok about how they can't stand going to this shit. They're going to be to it's not going. Oh end up my good. gosh! It's not going to end up good. It, it's it's going to it's going to end well. I know it will. These are these are going to be well wholesome individuals. So that's what I got going on now. I've been doing a lot of community service, um, trying to get community service set up for them too. I know a lot of high, the high school kids, um, they usually need it. So that's just what I've been planning as well in my free time. So I haven't really had much free time. Um, so. That's just what's been going on with me. Now, what's been going on in this crazy world? Which part of it? First off, I'm so sad. Rest in peace, take off. This one. Oh, oh, you just said that. <laughs> That's not funny. It's the worst <laughs> you got, we got to laugh to keep from crying. Um, so I feel like. This is all. This is going to hit me almost as hard as Nipsey hit me. Okay. And for me personally, I think the reason why I feel somewhat the same, um, and I was so touched by his death as well, is because take off out of the other two Migos, or the, yeah, the, other, the three of them, he was the one that was more so quiet. He stayed out the way. He was unproblematic. He was the low key one out of the three. You know, he wasn't with social media as often unless it was promotional reasons. He wasn't into going off unless it was promotional reasons. Um, and then the manner in which he passed away, it was him being himself, unproblematic, not bothersome, um, just quiet and, and doing his own thing while others were playing a dice game. And it's just sad that when someone that lives a certain lifestyle, they end up dying due to wrong place at wrong time, wrong situation. Um, and it's almost as if like, we kind of grew up with the Migos. I want to say they came out maybe when I was in college or high school, I can't remember. So it's like watch them transition from, I guess maybe early teens, their late teens. I mean, into like their early twenties, up until getting in their late 20s. It's almost like you watch them evolve from where they first came in as rappers. So you kind of feel like you grew up with them. Um, Mm -hmm. Or at least I feel like I did um, in their era. And it's just sad on how that happened. Um, So, yeah, that's just something that bothers me more so right now more than anything. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It's it's very unfortunate just because <clears throat> I think about uh, black men in America at this point, and you look at mm-hmm. stuff like this, and and somebody who was very um, 
mal-tempered and and a problematic, like you said, who just by, you know, by association, who you are, the status that you hold doesn't um, eliminate you from the senselessness or the um, unstableness of other people. Right. Now, I've heard, you know, of course, there's five million different stories going around. This could have possibly mm-hmm. been an accidental hit from one of his own people. Right. Um, but still, you know, like you're you're out, you're tr- trying to enjoy yourself in some way. And <clears throat> altercations, words are always going to be exchanged at times. And you don't necessarily think that that would be the time that you would be, you know, killed. Right. Especially when it had nothing to do with you. And to be shot in the head or the neck, like... Yeah. That's that's a lot. Yeah. And the, the, the generation that grew up, so like, the generation that grew up with them, um... This is this is their Tupac. This is their big yeah, like it was for me, right? And so because he not to not to discredit any of the other rappers who have died, um, because even like Nipsey, his music was more regional for right. one, like that's the whole West Coast thing, and he was older and speaking about more mature things. Let's just right. say that, right? So it would it hit different mm-hmm. than. Migos, who won, changed the whole sound of rap, mm-hmm. created this whole, you know, mumble rap era. That whole mm-hmm. sound is them. So that generation, this is this is big for them because the others, you know, you had your pops, you had the XXX, you know, all these people. Right. But the influence that Migos has is it was is different. It's different, yeah. Um. And to know that he passed during a time where they weren't at their best with relationship also, mm-hmm. you know, and at the end of the day, they are family. Right. This is not like, this is family. So it's going right. to trickle and affect everybody. Um, it's this. It's heavy. Yeah. It's very heavy. And I feel bad for um, that generation that has to deal with this loss. Right. Um, and you know, it, it comes down to, so I've seen, um, Lakeith Stanford, I think his name is the actor. I can't know guy that played in get out. Um, he mm-hmm. made, he made a comment or put it on Instagram about, you know, pretty much the violence and rap songs and the normality of it all. Um, and sadly enough, I agree with what he, what he said, because, you know, of course, you know, I love freedom of speech. Um, in a sense of rappers, what they've been through and them talking about what they've been through, but it's like, it's become the norm to talk about shooting. It's the norm. Each other. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah, it's, it's just the norm to talk about robbing a guy, shooting a guy, shooting in the, like this stuff is the norm now when it comes to a main live, live stream, um, rap song. And, um, I was watching some clips today of them and their performance at the BET Awards. Um, I want to say maybe last year because it was when the Migos were in a better place. So I'm assuming last year. Um, and there was lyrics in them talking about sticking a the guy up, shooting him, 
and being okay with it. And it almost makes you feel like, God, it's a sad way to go out, but this is what they rap about. So it puts you in a place of, do you feel bad? Which we do because we show sympathy and we're empathetic to it. But at the same time, it's like, this is what's being promoted. So how can we really condemn those that do the things they rap about and they hang around, associate with these individuals, and this is what they stand by, and this is how they go out? You see, like I feel like the rappers that I grew up with, they spoke about things that happened in the past tense, right? Yes. Things that they did. Yes. When they were younger and now they've made it out. Mm-hmm. And I believe, I feel like the kids today are talking about things in the present. Like, yes. this is what I want to go do. Like, after I record this song, <coughs> I'm going to go stick somebody up. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm going to go fuck somebody, girl. I'm going to go, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I agree. Because it's become, the, the new rap has become the norm to want to be this bad guy. Before, it was so profound to be the bad guy. Like, Bobby Brown. It was like, don't be around Bobby Brown. He's a bad guy. He's a bad boy. You know what I'm saying? He's a rebel. Then you get to the Tupacs. Yeah, they were thugs, but it's like they show their their soft side. Mama, I love you, this and that. And, you know, what they went through, Brenda's got a baby. And then they're showing how they got money, where they're trying to be. They're trying to be happy. And now it's like the ha- their rap songs are making it, it's showing that happiness is being in the streets. Or yeah, and it's kind of like, if you not me, then you ain't shit kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Not, let's all get together and lift up. Like, y'all talking about money. Y'all not even living long enough to, one, to see your money grow or even to right. spend your money. You yep. dying before your, your check even clear, before your album even drop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, the fact that he just did this whole Drink Champs um, interview where he is... They're telling him how good he's doing. You know, Nori's right. like, you know, give me your flowers. I'm like, it's crazy for a 28-year-old to be talking about, I want my flowers now. And I'm right. like, you shouldn't even have to be saying that, one. Mm-hmm. But two, in the midst of you finally finding your, you know, your footing and now people are recognizing you, just that quickly has been taken away. Mm-hmm. It's like, you don't, you didn't even get a chance to understand what that was. You, you Right. And whoever the person is, then we have this whole street cred. I, I get it. It's part of it's part of the the street life. You're right. not gonna say nothing. All the people saw who did. Y'all know who you was who, who y'all, y'all was um, right playing dice with. So it was a private party. They right. said it was only like forty to fifty people there. So you can't tell me you don't know. Right. But that I, I don't know. It's it's very sad. It's very unfortunate. And, but one, we got a short attention span. So tomorrow when Kanye say something crazy, we'll be back on that. What are your- Two months from now, it'll be another rest in peace for somebody else. Mm-hmm. It's the same vicious cycle. And it sucks that it is our culture that has this same vicious cycle. Um, where we're more- looking for attention than change. And sadly enough, that's just what it is. We are and, and I can't we can't even say that we're not looking for change because there's a good amount of us that want it. Right. And but are the, living our living our lives in a way trying to show whoever, you know, whatever children or whatever youth that's around us trying mm-hmm. to show them something different. 
but, but the, the mainstream but influence is the influence is so heavy. It is so fucking heavy for Black America. I don't understand. I don't like white people are still idolizing fucking Madonna. Elvis, you know, Whoa. or Madonna. <laughs> like I don't see. Maybe it's just because I, I'm not in their world. But who are they idolizing? Harry Styles. It sure would like I, but, you, who, but you know the crazy thing is the reason why they don't have that many people that they're idolizing or they're not idolizing a new generation is because they sing, they make songs, they make music that I'll be honest, majority of it is filled with happy. music. Yeah, they're it's happy. Good. Like you can listen to it going to church, even though it may not be a Christian or a gospel song. Does um, it make it feel good music? There's yeah. no need for them to idolize in the sense they just want they're idolizing the feeling that the music the feeling, is feeling. Yeah, we they, and the individual. Like even though Britney Spears, you have Britney Spears still has a huge fan base because of the music she made prior to her having this whole mental situation. It's just a situation of her making music that make you feel some type of way. Justin Bieber, he made music that made you feel some type of way. When you hear most of the influence, music is not a reflection of their life struggle. Exactly. It's not because negative, if, if not you turn around and try to make music like that. Right. Because the black culture is all depressing. Rod Wave is about depressing. He started out his last album. I'm not a huge fan of his because it's so slow and sad. It's like, have you ever taken a pill and, and drunk till you passed out? Like, what? No, I have not. I try not to pass out in bed just on the regular. Like, that's not something I want to do. But it's glamorized. Lean is glamorized. Popping perks is glamorized with future. Selling drugs is glamorized. Going on missions and shooting guys from the other street is glamorized. With Dirk and Vaughn and the rest of them. Like, there is no happy medium. And it sucks because the R&B music that it kind of make you feel good and everything, because it's not popular, now it's transitioned to only want to be murder, murder, kill, kill. Mm-hmm. You know what yes. I'm saying? It, it it really sucks that this is where it's come. And even when it comes to the female rappers, the rate they're going with the beef with each other, now it's like, I'm going to fuck your man. I'm going to shoot at your best friend. And it's like, well, God damn. Can we just twerk a little bit on a car hood? I, I literally, I, the week that this whole beef, I don't even know if it's really beef when y'all are just typing words to each other. On, on Twitter. The, the week that it happened, I was like, what happened? I'm confused. What is in the air? What is in the air is what was happening it, for me. What is in the air? And then, you know, that's part of the reason why I like Cardi. You know, you ha- she is very sarcastic and kind of yes. like... She makes me laugh. Like, I don't have time for this shit. Like, y'all, right. y'all take this shit serious. <laughs> I got children over here. You know what I'm saying? I gotta go cook. Like, okay, whatever. But it's like, so quickly that could escalate into something, right? right. Usually for us, it's not shooting each other. Yeah. But if I see you at a party, I'm gonna throw a drink in, or, on you. Now we fighting. You know, right. it's that whole thing. But I'm just like, well, what is the problem? Why? It makes me feel like we are the crabs in the barrel. Where one starts, one starts getting up, and then the next was like, no, come here. Come here. And now we're all in this big. You're not going to be better than me. Right. Yeah. And, and when you look at other cultures, 
They're happy to embrace other people. They're looking to make songs with these other people. Let's blow up together in the Caribbean music with this whole, um, what's the music called with WizKid in Nigeria? They are always collaborating, trying to get a new artist out there. It's only the black culture, the black American culture that has this issue that I've seen. And it's for me, it's so many components to it. It's self-love, self-hate, you know, the influence of wanting to be liked, feeling like, you know, we have to do these things or they're not going to like my music. And they feel this way because they, the younger generation is what promotes it. Like NBA young boy, he's made like 30 albums, literally talking about the same shit, talking about spinning the block, hitting the op, popping the bean, having 40 kids. Literally every album has been pretty much the same exact way. He is one of the highest paid charted artists because he has his younger generation in a chokehold. His music don't have enough substance about trying to be better, trying to get out of the streets. It's all the same things that are kill- that's killing our culture. But the younger generation, they idolize him. He is a god to them. Like they will ride for this man on social media as if they know him. Mind you, they've never even done half the stuff he's done. You know what I'm saying? So it's scary. It's it's extremely scary because if this is what they're listening to 90% of the time, and this is who they look up to, it's only going to get worse. And see, part of it too was like, I realized. Like if you could listen back to some of our music, it it mm-hmm. it was a lot, right? Yeah. Of course, in our time, we don't think it's a lot. But if you listen back to it, you know, yeah, big big sets of stuff that was like, whoa, I was mm-hmm. rapping these lyrics, I probably shouldn't have, right? Right. There was a, there was most of those artists were signed to an actual label, mm-hmm. and the label had control mm-hmm. of what they would put out and what they didn't, mm-hmm. right? Now. You, there's no control. Yeah, I could upload my song onto SoundCloud real quick, and everybody hear it. I mm-hmm. can upload my song anywhere, Instagram, wherever. I could do a YouTube. Right. There is no restriction. Mm-hmm. So this music is so easily accessible because even if you turn around and said, "Okay, everybody," if they start trying to put a band, like for instance, in the Caribbean. There's certain songs that can't be played, mm-hmm. right? Whether it's too much cursing, too much violence, too much sexual, whatever. They will ban music and not play it on the radio. Um, you can't, if you're an artist and this is your song and you come perform, you cannot perform that song on stage right. here. Like you, There's certain guidelines, right? They could never do that in America. Yeah. Because there's this whole freedom of speech. I can say what I want. I can do what I want. It's an expression of my art, right? And the more you ban things in America, the more it gets popular or glamorized, like you said, the more they they are, are attracted to it. And so it's like, how does it stop? Where does it stop? And that's the sad thing. I think that America has come to the point where it likes the bad stuff. And that's why it's like... Oh, yeah. America whole, loves tragedy. And and that's why it's like, for me, this whole Kanye West situation and him talking about the Jews and them controlling whatever case may them, them making money off of black folks and everything. My thing is, is that they make money off of what you buy and what you sell. 
if we're buying it, of course I'm going to make a profit. What do you? Why do you think Gucci keep making the same style of stuff? Because we keep buying it. Everybody's making a profit off of the black culture because we're ignorant enough to keep doing it. We don't stand for anything, but we fall for everything. And so <laughs> it, it, it's just, it's, it's, I don't see him spinning anything. I don't feel, I don't feel like he's told anything that we didn't already know. It's a problem with our culture that okay, Kanye is full of shit. He he's definitely full of shit. He's actually bullshit, actually. <laughs> okay. Because I he's fully believe like like uh Charlemagne said that Kanye is looking for validation from yes. white America. Yeah. And you know, I'm I'm sorry to interrupt you, but on that point of white America before I forget, I feel like he tried to do the same thing Trump did. That's why he did the whole white lives matter to try to pull those, those people to him and feel like, okay, I'm a part. So I got the black people in the chokehold. They thought I was a pastor with the R and B mix remix gospel songs. And now let me tap into the white people. And I absolutely cannot be stopped at that time. I can say and do right. what I want. Almost and the like white people don't like Jews, right? Yep. Like mm-hmm. the, the, um, the racist white people, yep. they don't like Jews. So I could start talking about them. Mm-hmm. And he will continue and continue and continue to try to get some sort of validation from these people. Mm-hmm. He wants these people to turn around and tell him how great right. he is. Yep. He's heard it from us. He don't want it from us. He don't care about us. Because um, we're easy. He, we're he going. He cares about us when we need when he needs to make his numbers. Yes, and he knows that we're always going to get him to that billion dollars. That's always yep. that's how he got there through us. Yep. But Kanye. Unfortunately, is the, I just I'm, I feel like we gonna wake up one day and hear that Kanye has killed himself. I truly feel like that is what's gonna happen. I don't wish it, right? But he is so far gone right now, and I mean it would t- it would take a lot of medication, a lot of time. A lot of pulling him away from everything, from social, from from everything, from everybody he know, and really working on him because he is. This is mental health, but unfortunately, it's like he has money. People are agreeing with the things he's saying in his manic state. Yes, you can't do that. Like if this was Kanye without mental, or at least just taking his medication and stable, then I could be like, man. You know he crazy or what? Like why are we listening right. to him? Just, but he's saying stuff like this in his manic state, so it's very hard to be like fuck Kanye because I'm like, but y'all don't understand. He this mind right here is not working, right? But this is my thing. I feel like he's been off the rocker for so long, and people have continuously, especially in the black right. community, made excuses for him. Yeah. Um, and and that's what I hate about us is like we don't hold ourselves accountable to bullshit. We don't hold our own accountable. We <laughs> feel like we gotta protect them and people can't talk about them. But no. It's but then when he says something about black people and y'all don't like it, now y'all wanna condemn him. But you even but even then when he says stuff about black people, they're like, Well, you let the white people say stuff. This is not a comparison. This Hold on, right. right? You're trying to say black hours. Who hit harder? Who right. cut like, deeper? It doesn't, doesn't matter. If anything as bad as Trump said, Kanye hasn't said it. Done anything as bad as Bill Clinton? 
This is not about Bill Clinton. This is not about anybody white. This is about us needing to do right and be better. If you right. want to be an influence, if and, and that's the problem. It's like we take what we want from Kanye when he's making the money. Oh, we got a black billionaire. Then when he does something crazy, oh, he just wants this. Prime example, when he was doing this crazy stalking shit with Kim Kardashian, that was a sign he needed help. People tomorrow, black people, oh, he just want his family back. No, that is not okay. That is not just wanting your family back. Now, if he was a broke person, now everybody's saying call 911. You would be like, call 911, get a restraining order on his ass, right? Right. When they're getting on social media talking about, I need all my fans to go tell her I want her back. Everybody will say, oh, she needs to be in protective custody. So this has been going on for a while. Him getting on, on, on live and on social media, posting conversations, this is not okay. Him talking about the abortion when he wanted to try to run for presidency and then crying just out of nowhere and then stop crying just like this. I don't know. Like the shit has been crazy for a while. It has been for at least and, for a solid two and a half, three years. Yes. It has been showing and it's just been building and, and building and, and building. And the problem is, is because everybody around him that had money too, they continued to work with him and tell, instead of telling him, hey, we need to get you some help. They've always, yeah, told him, he's a good person. We're not, work with you. We're not doing no music with you. We need you to be in a good space. Right. And nope. then we can Forward. There's the accountability that we do not have, and I feel like it's because and black I feel like some people may have had done that, but they just didn't voice that they were doing that. I mean, you know, the they, people who've kind of like pulled themselves away from him, you know. But it's, um, it's like as a black community, if they respect money too much, that's what I've learned. If you got money, you can get away with murder as a black person. And if they try, if you try to be condemned and you start to lose money from your actions, even as a rapper, singer, whatever entertainer you are, now it's like the world's against you. And it goes back to that slavery mentality that we like to pull whenever we don't get our way. And I hate it. It sucks. And I hate it. Yes, we dealt with slavery. Yes, we're trying to get past it. But you can't use that for every excuse because your actions are not what they should be. Right. That can't. But that that's can't be, that can't be the go-to, right? That can't be your excuse every single time. Now, I'm not against our race. Yes, I know what we our ancestors been through, but Kanye didn't live in slavery. He was not picking cotton. So that that's the thing. I, I was having a conversation with somebody, and I was like, you know what? What we're all looking for in the black community, it, it's broken down by generations mm-hmm. because you have the generation like my parents. They were in the civil rights, so they they be they're probably still looking for an apology and uh-huh. their reparations. Um, my sister's generation, my generation, part part of your generation, just wants some sort of equality, right? We're looking for mm-hmm. equal pay. Mm-hmm. That kind of is more of our work, work right. space, that kind of thing. Like we want to be able to give our homes and all of that, right? Right. And then this younger generation, don't, don't they don't even know anything about any of the previous. <laughs> they don't even know a clue. So their whole thing is, I just want to love whoever I want to love. And I just want to live my life. And I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So their fight and what they're looking for is completely different. So we can't say that anything that they do at this point is because of systemic racism and it's because of slavery. And right. Because they're so far removed from that. 
It's a, but the and it's just like eventually they're not Martin Luther King is not going to be their black uh idol like how it is and you this, this newer generation is built on being coddled they've been built on making excuses so right. that's why you see a lot of these excuses and things being made about Kanye it's like of course they're going to agree with the shit that people are trying to take over Kanye and white trying to hold exactly. him down trying to hold him down all we want is for this nigga to take his medication and be and sit his ass down and just shut the fuck up that's it we don't care people are still gonna buy your your yeezys people still gonna buy your homeless looking clothes they still gonna do it can you just take your meds and sit your ass down somewhere knew he was crazy when he came out with a summer line and it was a puffer jack. And it was sweats. <laughs> and a puffer jack. I knew then he was not in his right state of mind because how the hell do you say this is my summer line? Ain't nowhere it's <laughs> his mind wasn't working right when he was putting this shit together and trying to like yeah I'm gonna wet this to the beach. He, he, he's been walking around with rain boots for over a year. Child, the video of him walking off on on his on the soccer field. Yes, he had a big ass rain boots on. I was like, "Who is arguing with a man who's wearing rain boots like that?" Who? Like he's a full blown rose session. If he was in the hood, he already said he's his feelings get hurt when people says he's crazy. So I couldn't imagine him going to the hood and walking past the ignorant people that's gonna roast his ass. Right. And it's like, is it wrong that they're calling him? Yes, we should not be calling him crazy because he has been diagnosed with a mental disorder. He, so we can't, we cannot use that word. Well, what's but the, some of the stuff that you're doing and outside of the mental is is beyond. It's beyond this mental. Like so, now this is why people have labeled you crazy. You said you you are like Emmett Till. You you, you he's like you understand not, what it's like with the white man putting his neck on his knee. What his knee on his neck? What? But see, that's why I say you know it, it, it's crazy because I have an auntie that's mental. She's been diagnosed with by being bipolar and some other things. She's real deal mental, and she's so smart. Mental people are not slow. So let's just get that <laughs> out because I think. America thinks that if you're mental, you are slow, you're stupid. That is that doesn't yes, go ahead and hand. You're actually really, really smart. This lady, smart. my auntie got a whole doctoral degree without taking her medication. And I mean, she was full-blown bipolar, going crazy. Like, you can have a straight conversation with her. So the things he's doing, I see, I've seen it before. I've seen it with my auntie. And she's so smart that when we tried to get her a Baker acted, we couldn't because she would know what to tell the people when they came to get her. So, thank you. So, what Kanye does, he knows when he's playing on people's emotions. He knows when he wants to do or say something to get under someone's skin because you can't tell me you're remorseful and offer a fake apology, then go into a roast session and then talk about what somebody else did after you don't get what you want or something said that you don't like. So, for me, I'm okay with him being called crazy because you use it to your advantage when you want to. I just don't want people to label Kanye crazy and right. now we're labeling everybody who's right. going through things like that crazy because that's that's not the case. It doesn't always have to be like this. You have to understand Kanye has he's a has 
he has a completely different platform right. than the normal person. And so he knows that his platform and his words and the things he says is going to create clickbait. It's mm-hmm. going to create sales. It's going to create all these things. Mm-hmm. And so he still he knows what he's doing. And he has no care in the world. None. Right? No remorse like, or care. Say, what? Who cares? There's people who are going to be on my side. I think they have a whole fucking GoFundMe to get him back to being a millionaire. I don't know why we doing that. Because it's you the whole You can't even pay your own fucking rent, but you worried about making Kanye a billionaire again? And why? He don't, he don't care nothing about these people. He don't care about y'all. And that's that's the that's the crazy thing about it. It's like I feel like the black community needs something or someone to believe in. You notice that the regular black folks, they're always idolizing people with money. They incorporate money with being a genius. Even scammers with money, that is a genius because they were able to make a lot more money than me. They just need something to idolize that they can see. They don't believe in God because they can't see it. But we believe he's a genius and a God because he, he built himself from nothing. We've seen a documentary on Netflix, where he had nothing, was banging people. Now look at this black man being a billionaire. Everything he's doing is a that, that, That's what bothers me so much because his story has now the narrative of his story is now being tarnished. Yes, because if you really did look at the documentary, you will say Kanye really is a genius. Like musically, he is where like right. he's way beyond a lot of producers and all that. Right, mm-hmm. as an artist, all of the above. But just this little thing has tarnished all of that. But people and, still are idolizing, regardless and, of the fact. And and I'll be honest, I wish our community was like the Jewish community. I wish we could hold people accountable for what they say, what they do to us, and make them hurt where they love. Like every hurt them, hurt them in the right spot, which is always their pocket. Right. So you notice every time there's a situation of you know someone killing a black person and them supporting the person that killed a black person, that cop or whoever, they that company backs them. And what do the black people say? We gonna boycott. We not gonna spend our money at this establishment. We gonna make them hurt. But you going out here to a person that really just disrespected us, disrespected a man that did nothing to him, have nothing to do with what he has going on that is deceased at this at this time but you're talking about starting to go for two yeah. people that's two two and talked about his, his his baby mother and the money and all like, what, what, what relevance is that it has nothing to do with what he has going on and that's why i say i wish we were like the jewish community where we take things as serious and words so that you understand your actions have consequences no matter how much money you got you have you to be cognizant of what you say but we don't. But That's you know where, the, where that comes through from the Jewish community? The Jewish community all, also has a very strong foundation. Yep. Um, you guys don't see it much here, but being from up north, the Jews have their area in every northern state and city. Mm-hmm. They have their in Brooklyn, they have their own ambulances. They yeah. got their own hospitals. They got their own schools. They got their own grocery stores. Their their buildings are owned by them. Their project, well, not project, but their their apartment buildings are owned by them. They have their own everything. Mm-hmm. 
So it's very easy to turn around and say to a group of people, yeah, y'all don't get to talk about us. Y'all don't get to do this. You don't get... Because yeah. we have a foundation yeah. and we own so many things. You would never be able to break us. <laughs> we own so much. We have, we have capitalized being here in America to mm-hmm. the fullest. Right. So yeah, but black people, we're so, we, we, we don't even have a foundation to stand on to be <laughs> able to say to people, Nah, you can't say nothing about us. Y'all can't treat us no kind of way. We have no leverage. We have no capital. We have nothing in the game because every time we try, you got the stupid ones who are pulling up. You got idiots like Herschel Walker up here on TV. You, it's, it's, it's embarrassing. But see, it's very embarrassing. It's, it's almost like it's like they have the slave mentality still. When they get money in a place to where they can build a foundation, they want to act white. They want to be a part of the white community. They want to be a part. Feel like because they don't, they don't. I get it. It's the fact you don't. You don't ever want to lose that, right? If you know what you came from, you came from nothing. You never want to lose and ever have to feel like I'm at the bottom again. But money don't make you. They still see you. As, they know you're a black man. That's what was, what was crazy to me is if Kanye just sat back and listened to his own old lyrics. <laughs> when he's talking, Bush don't give a damn about us. Like, you are literally... You're still a nigga and a coot. Man, sir, it's the same thing. You spoke about it yourself. But you were also in a different mindset when you were speaking about that. Right. You were in a normal mindset. You were either taking your medication or it has your, your and you mental also didn't have been- trauma. You didn't have the same trauma of your I know people are like, I'm tired of hearing about the fact that his mother died, but that really was his breaking point. People don't realize that. I, I get that was a breaking point for him, but at the same time, you have And he had no guidance after that. Who who guides you? Who was making sure that you should have been going to God? He should have been going to God, Mister Pastor. How you? Okay, you're right. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. He should, but sometimes even in that, you know, that when somebody is taken from you, there, there's a point where it's very hard to go to God. At that point, you're very angry, right? You don't want like because in your mind is why would you take this person from me? Mm-hmm. Why did you let this happen? Why did this? So there's a lot of anger. Going to God, I'm not saying that that's not a, a way because it definitely is. But you, the part, the, the stages of grief, you got to get past that anger first. And because he was in the limelight that he was in, it was very hard to be able to even go through those stages of grief, let alone the people who are around you. Do they even know what it right. is for somebody to truly grieve, right? Right. Because he may wake up one day and be like, yeah, I'm calm, I'm cool. And people are like, oh, okay, well, he said he cool. Everything cool. So let's go ahead and do this show. Or let's go ahead. You know what I'm saying? And right. not being able to say, nah, you not. Like, right. it's okay to take time. It's okay to be able to talk to somebody. You know, whatever you need to do to get past this. So that you can be good moving forward. Imagine what he could be today if he had truly went through the process that he was supposed to go through years mm-hmm. ago. Yeah, we wouldn't. We wouldn't see this, Kanye. We wouldn't even know what this is. We we would not. We would not have even been able to imagine that he would be so erratic and so at all, like out of pocket. We wouldn't. We'd be like, no. 
But that's what happens when you don't get the help. But that's what happens with a lot of Black America when they don't get the help that they need mm-hmm. for tragedy. You think somebody's going to... In the sense, just what we're talking about now, is Quavo going to go get the help that he needs? If he won, he's going to put blame on himself, right? Because yep. he was in the argument with whoever that caused uh-huh. this. God forbid it is that it came from somebody on their team's gun. Mm-hmm. You may have been the one to bring him to the party. What if prior to say he what what if prior he was like I ain't want to go, but he went with him just to get you know right. all of this. You weren't able to help him. He died right in front of you. That's your nephew. You're all right. of these things, right? Is somebody gonna get him help? They they supposed to drop an album. You are gonna have the the label telling him, well, this is the this is our way to honor him. So let's push <laughs> this album. Yeah. And, and all of that, you still not grieving the way that you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So he could turn around and be a whole Kanye in two, three years, also. Right. And it's all about who you got around you. Honestly, you know, Kanye. <laughs> I really don't like talking about Kanye because it just pisses me off so much. Just because he showed signs so many years ago, and it wasn't as frequent as it is now. You just saw glimpses back then, and it was just like overlooked because of the money he had who he was married to you know what i'm saying let's just suppress him because you don't want to mess up the image yeah you know and now it's full blown it's harder to tame it's harder to stop now he got the money to tell you no you know like he he really needs help but i don't honestly don't think he'll ever get the help because in his mind he thinks he's okay and there's too many people around him that loves the fact that he's making a mess and a mockery and creating division between the black community. Because you got those trying to hold him accountable. They like it. I think they just realize, like, oh shit, like this they, he's, a nut, he's a nut job. But when it comes, niggas to- really lost his shit, and we can't do. We used to be able to like reel him back in, right? And now we can't. Is over. Like yeah. we have no control over him. And every day, this man is saying, "So where is his publicist? Where is his management?" They've dropped him. Everybody dropped him because he won't listen. So he's he's. That's why I said I don't think he'll ever get the help he needs because everybody's only around him. Everybody that's around him is yes, going to with him. Yeah, he's a genius. That's the that's the narrative they're pushing. He's a genius, so there is a there is a method to the madness that's going on. So in his mind, when you have people just pushing the narrative, in his mind is like, yes, I'm doing the right things. And what's going to happen is that politician is going to use him to create division within the black community, which he's already done, because you got those that want to hold him accountable, those that want to take up for him, and then those that think he's a genius, he can do no wrong. So now, when it comes to voting, you're going to have those. People that I'm going to vote for my Republican person because I know they're going to get the job done. And you got this guy over here who's going to help create this division, split up those votes. And that person that shouldn't be there, that really don't care about us as a community. And we're going to be stuck on the fact that Kanye wasn't voted. That's what we're going to be stuck on instead of the bigger picture. And that's just the ignorance within our community that sucks. We're, we're, we're our own demise, sadly enough. Black America, we are our own demise. What happens? So then what happens? Because 
you already have the people who kind of try to start segregating themselves from mm-hmm. Black America, right? I'm talking right. as a Caribbean American. So you're not Black American. I'm not from. <laughs> And I'm a black woman. They don't know the difference between me being a man. <laughs> don't get what you speak. <laughs> but we will quickly <laughs> separate ourselves from what's happening over there. So you got the Caribbeans that's going to do that. And them Africans is quickly going to be like, no, right. no, 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 no. <laughs> that's not us either. And we will go back to our motherland, okay? <laughs> we do not mind. <laughs> we will go back. Okay, and she, to be completely honest, Caribbeans are saying the same thing to like, wait a minute, the islands don't sound like that no more. We <laughs> Once I get a beautiful and I get a nice, <laughs> a nice little house on the beach, it don't sound that bad no more. <laughs> but my thing is, what happens? You know, because we're a very small amount of the percentage of Blacks in America. Right. So the majority is Black Americans. What freaking happens? What happens to a whole culture of people? What do y'all do? It's 2022. We're two months away from 2023. What happens? We're going backwards. Backwards to what? So we just going to be slaves again? Because I didn't sign up for that. Pretty I'm definitely out of here. That's that's what we're going to because our mental is so fucked up in the way that we think. We've just tried to be so woke that we're asleep. We're stupid from what's... We checked out from reality because we think things are deeper than what they are. We have so many people that's trying to awake this third or fourth eye, whatever the fuck that is, instead of seeing what's in front of you holding what's in front of you accountable. Do you and, feel like instead of them trying to fix slavery, that we need to fix the stuff that's at surface layer first? Yeah, you got to work your way back. Cause you, work our way down. Yeah, because you're trying to worry about something that's down here and we can't even get down there because the top layer is so thick. You can't fix something back there if you can't fix what's in front of you. And what's in front mm-hmm. of us is ourselves. We can't fix, we can't, what we're looking for is handouts. We want everybody to fix us, give us reparations. So if they were to give us money, say they give us a lump sum of money, say every black person, you're going to get $25,000. Just say hypothetically. Ain't nobody going to do what the fuck they supposed to do with it. That's right. Ain't nobody buying no houses. What are we going to do? Get big rims. We'll get some (laughs) gold teeth. We're getting the latest Jordans. And we get some Gucci. (laughs) <laughs> and we're definitely gonna be in the Gucci line. And we may have a little bit left over for some fake thick ass veneers. That may be the last <laughs> little bit we got. Now, once that's done, you can't bring up anymore. We didn't get anything from slavery because we've received that now. But we're gonna still use that narrative that we're traumatized. That and we then at that point, over. at that point, after you get this money, do you do you re- are you still requiring white people to treat you a certain way? Because yeah. to me, I feel like that's the trade-off. Like, right. I'm just going, I'm gonna either either I'm gonna treat you like shit or I'm gonna give you this money. And even when they so give you the money, you when they give you money, they're gonna treat you like shit because they gave you the money. But exactly. Still- and then the first thing they're gonna say is, didn't you get your reparations check? 
They were like, yeah. no, we're still traumatized. We still need, we had years. Oh, well, nigga, you asked for 25000 and we gave it to you. You should what, be fine. And what did you do with it? None of it. Versus them, if you give white people 25000 I guarantee they're going to do something right with it. And that's why that's I say- 25000 turn into millions of dollars within years, a few years, and everybody in their family will be set up. And that's why I say for us as a black community, we got to fix ourselves instead of looking for the white culture to fix us. We don't need someone trying to give us hope and saying we deserve this for free. We need somebody that's going to give us opportunities to fix ourselves. But the fact that we don't, we want something just given to us is why we suffer. And even like the whole, okay, we want things to be equal and have an equal playing field. It's like, I hate to say this because it's going to sound very anti-black, but even if they did make everything equal and give us an equal playing field, Mm-hmm. These motherfuckers will still find a way to scheme and scam <laughs> and stay home. That's why and that's- not do what they need to do and not work for what they need to get. So it's like, is that even really a thing? We have the vi- the black culture has the victim mindset. Most have the victim mindset where we're mm-hmm. always the victim in everything. It's almost like mm-hmm. I hate to say it, but it's like we're a bunch of Karens. You know how Karens. They cry, they cry, they scream to get what mm-hmm. they want to get people on their side. That's what we do. It's, as long as everything's going well, we're good. Now, when we want something, we're always going to scream that victim card. If the white people wouldn't have taken, you know, black the Black Wall Street and burnt it down, who knows where we could be? Instead of trying to figure out... Nothing is like you've had so many times and so many years to recoup that, like to fix that and make better and be better. So then you have people like the earn your leisure boys. You have people who are trying to show you mm-hmm. and teach you these things and you're not even willing to, because all you want to be able to say is, but no, but no, they did this to me. Because it's, it's like, not given. What? It's not given. Just a mat, Just remember when Trump was giving them 1500, the STEMI check, what was it? 25, I don't fit 1200. I don't know how much it was. 1200. They got something. Yeah. Whatever they got from Donald Trump. Once he sent that money, he didn't send it. The government sent it, but they saw it as he sent it. He wrote they the was like, oh, he needs to be the president again. For $1,200. Your rent is more than 1200 So what are you even talking about? And That's what he I- did in exchange, all he gave you that money, but you didn't know that underhandedly he was passing all these laws that's going to fuck you over in the end, that's going to have us in some bullshit in the end because all you saw was that $1,200. So and that's that, that's that victim mentality where you want what's free and you can't see what's happening behind the scenes instead of saying, let me be in the same we're room. Gonna, we're going to dangle this thing, this shiny thing in your face. Yep. You want and this we're, so you easily, want this we're so easily amused. That's why I say we're the most gullible and influential race. Because we believe anything. All at the same time. We're easy to manipulate. We're easy to influence. Just give them what thing they want. We say you can have Section 8 for a year. Oh, yeah, we're going to vote for you. Forget they trying to put slavery back into place. Forget they trying to build cotton fields in Florida. <laughs> they keep trying to keep you segregated. They trying not to teach history to your kids. But they gave the mom $1,200 and she was able to get her first of the month outfit and her nails done. So that's who she's going for. So 
Ooh, well, so I'm just going to be my Caribbean self over here and stay in my corner. <laughs> and I'm just going to be the person that everybody keep going off and tagging on social media. Because every time Kanye do something stupid, I'm a damn sure keep posting my stuff saying he just dumb as a box of rocks. And y'all stupid for keep saying he a genius for the dumb shit he doing. And I love when people tag me and go off. And I'd be like, look, I'm not going to respond to you. This is probably my only response. And I put a million yeah, I have learned. I will not I like that quote. Rolling. I'm it's, not going to argue with you. We're not going to go back. I don't care. It's a goddamn I'm not going to argue with the cult. It's not going to happen. I believe in Jesus Christ. And that's just that on that. <laughs> I don't believe in ye. <laughs> It doesn't doesn't work that way for me. So, so anywho, now well, that on that note, <laughs> you guys have a friend. Tell a friend. We're on Apple Podcasts. If you have an iPhone, MacBook, or any type of Apple products, we're on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Amazon Podcasts, and SoundCloud. If you like any topics, you can send us an email at balanceofwater.com. Uh, no, balanceofwater at yahoo.com or balanceofwater at gmail.com. Um, you can find both of our Instagram pages down below. Um, and I think that is all. So we will be back next week, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you guys have a great week. Um, please don't believe in ye. And be successful this week. Be successful, be influential, um, grow, be a blessing to someone. That's always my motto and everybody I talk to. Be a blessing to someone every day. It doesn't have to be in the form of money. Give them a hug, a smile, a word of wisdom. Be a blessing to someone every day. Anything else for the people? Nope. You know me. Be good to yourself. All right, you guys. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.